All right, my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you are listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. We are sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven in Kansas City, offering new and used vinyl at 76 and Truce. Today on the show, we have Olivia Gibb from Warm Bodies. How are you doing? Hi. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Whoa, crazy, energetic <laughs> intro. Uh, but yeah, uh, you are in town for a few days, and you've got the Warm Bodies release show coming up for the mm-hmm. LP. And yeah, are you excited to be back in town? Did you miss Kansas City after being gone a few months? Um, yeah, I <laughs> guess I'm excited to be in town. Uh, I moved to St. Louis yeah. um, in April, and I haven't I haven't been living in Kansas City since uh, since October, pretty much. Mm. So I haven't really like been a resident here for for like half a year, um, but I've been here a lot um, and sleeping on people's couches. Um, uh, so I yeah I don't know I don't really think I missed it to be honest. Mm. Um, but it's really nice to be here. Um, it's 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 cool. I'm enjoying myself. Mm. Having a relaxing little vacation. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. Oh. <laughs> are, are there any like? Do you think there are going to be like any bands or any like restaurant? Like I know you'll you'll be you'll be visiting like often enough, but mm-hmm. like, are, do you are there any certain like little bits of Kansas City you'll think you'll end up missing when you don't visit as much? Hmm. Or like, uh, oh no, it's yeah, all pretty lame. No, no, it's not lame. I'm just thinking. Okay. Uh, I. Yeah, there are things that I'll miss. Like there are people that I miss. Um, but and I don't know. There might be some restaurants that I miss, but I don't know. I'm re- I was really ready to leave Kansas City. Mm. Um not that I dislike it very much. I just I lived here for like 8 years and I think that was enough. I think I'm I'm very excited to be living in St. Louis and like really embracing that the like the, the a new a new chapter I guess in my life. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I like like you said, I I be I'm here like a lot, so I don't, I'm not gonna miss anything for too long if mm. I do, you know. <laughs> and you, you told me a while ago that you hadn't even like planned on staying in Kansas City like permanently at all. So, did I? I I think so. (laughs) Okay. Was that the case? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know when I said that. (laughs) Okay. Maybe, maybe I misremembered that. No, it could be, it could be. Mm. I could have said that. I just don't remember. Mm. But what, what it did end up drawing you to St. Louis in the end? Uh, I, my partner lives there and that's the 100% the reason why I'm moving there or moved there uh but it it's also really cool um there's a bunch of cool people there uh it's an affordable city it's different enough from Kansas City to make me want to live there mm-hmm. uh and yeah i yeah that's that's it that's why mm-hmm. <laughs> and um so i guess we could rewind a little bit from where you are right now but you uh you went to school for like visual arts mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. what and you grew up in Oklahoma yes yeah so were you did you go to KCAI or were you going to school in Oklahoma 
Uh, yeah, I went. I I went to KCAI in 2010 and graduated in 2014. Mm. So that's what drew me to Kansas City. Is that it was the only college I got accepted into. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm moving here and going to college. Mm. Uh, so that's that's why I came here. Um, and yeah, and I just grew up in Oklahoma City. Uh, went to high school there. Whatever you know. Mm. And um, so what were some of your main focuses when you were in school? I studied printmaking and yeah, I mean, that's, I got my BFA in printmaking and that was all right. Um, It was fine. And I, I, I think a lot of the work that I did in college that I really liked was collage work. I got really into using photocopiers to make art and like manipulate imagery. So, uh, so yeah, just like screen printing and like making dumb collages. Mm. I was, I was doing that a lot in college. I guess the, the photocopy work kind of lends itself to like ending up doing like punk flyers and stuff. So I guess that made it easy to, jump into some of that stuff when you were getting started with warm bodies and everything uh i guess Mm. yeah (laughs) Yeah, maybe not but um, around the about way yeah yeah. uh but what what was like your first real interest in art like when you were a kid or like growing up or anything i've been making art like since i can remember um like since preschool or like since i was a baby i don't know it's always been a constant in my life uh, yeah, I remember like being in preschool and like I have this really vivid memory of drawing a bicycle seat and being like, wow, I drew a bicycle seat. This is really cool. And I'm like, I'm four and I like, I like this. This is like groundbreaking for me as, as a four year old mm-hmm. drawing with it like a crayon, but it was really cool. Uh, <laughs> I so, uh, yeah, I've always, always made art and I've always been encouraged uh by my family to do that which is which is really cool and I'm very fortunate to have that support system yeah and I guess like it's I feel like it's something that even gets like lost on a lot of people within like art and music and everything but like you you mentioned like yeah I like that bicycle seat so I drew it and like that's something like I think a lot of people like put even like too much meaning or like kind of like thought into some of their work and like there's nothing wrong with just like drawing things you like or like writing a song about whatever so yeah it literally doesn't matter (laughs) like it's like making I guess like for me like I I just I just get so much uh joy out of making stuff Mm. like I don't know that's more important to me than like maybe like the end product it's just nice to like do like exercise that that part of me and just like do do anything oh, i yeah. guess it's like the process and the journey sometimes is yeah like yeah a little more important than where you end up yeah but yeah. when it's really good at the end too that's also nice yeah. you're like oh cool i didn't waste my time <laughs> just kidding so were there like any specific like artists or even just like kind of styles and movements that you really gravitated towards like as a kid or a teenager or before you like went to school mm-hmm. um not really uh like when i was a kid i don't wasn't really like aware of like 
like fam- like famous artists besides like Picasso, uh, you know, um, and in in high school, I like didn't I didn't like looking at other artists' work because I was afraid that I would copy them and I wouldn't be original, which is like which is stupid because it's it's cool to like other things. Um, so I didn't like really have like a famous artist growing up. Um, but I liked, uh, I don't know. I like, I liked different types of like art making. I was like, I really, I like woodcuts. So I guess I probably like saw some like artist woodcut somewhere, but I don't like, there wasn't like an artist that I particularly liked that I can, I can think of. But if I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> but so I guess like a little more exciting to you was like the, the idea of working with like all these different kinds mm-hmm. of formats rather than just like people who had made art before. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, definitely. And like not and I, I just I think. Yeah, I just didn't even know like how to like look it up or like where to look or anything even though, like, I mean, I grew up, like, in the 2000s, like, I could Google it, but, you know, I don't know, I've never been, like, I've never been good at doing my research on, like, anything. Did that make art school a little tough? Um, I, it did, actually, um, for, for, like, the first year and a half. Mm. I was, like, a really bad student. I just, like, I, like, had this mentality in high school that, like, like school's stupid, learning sucks. Um, I'm just gonna like fuck off, and like that carried over into college. And I learned really fast that that's like stupid. Mm. And then like I was like, oh wait, yeah, learning's awesome, and like art history's cool. Um, and I'm paying a lot of money to be here, so I need to like try. Um, and that's like that's that's better in the end um, and more fulfilling, I think. And, um, I guess I was going to end up asking this later, but I guess this would be a good time, but like, are there still like a lot of different like media and formats that you really do want to try out within art? Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like endless, countless. I mean, anything, anything's possible. Uh, like right now, like the past like two, I think two years I've been mostly doing ceramics Mm. and that's something that I don't really have that much um, experience with or like I never I, I took I took a, a semester long ceramics class in college and then I took ceramics classes in um, high school but I did I never did ceramics I thought they were stupid so I did, would always draw during ceramics which is like I'm like hitting myself now because like ceramics are fucking awesome it's like my favorite thing to do and like I just like I was just like in like in a totally different place back then but um the my ceramics teacher in high school Mr. Sweeney was like my mentor um and like is is a good friend now so it's it's fun to like uh to to like go visit him and be like hey look what I'm doing I'm doing what you do Mm. um so so that's cool I feel like I kind of have a similar experience. Like I didn't hate like photography in high school. Like Mm -hmm. I signed up for the classes, but like I was just completely awful the whole time and refused to really try super hard. Yeah. But like 
now I do more like photography work than most of my classmates mm-hmm. in, like in my career. So it's kind of always kind of funny. Like, hey, teacher, I'm doing kind of <laughs> cool stuff now, isn't that? Yeah, weird? <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. It's funny because I never really expected to be to be doing like be going uh, towards that avenue. Mm-hmm. But it's like now that now that I'm I'm on that path, I want to stay on it for a long time because it's really really fun and fulfilling. Yeah, and like you you'd said, like you, you thought ceramics was just like stupid until a certain point, and I guess that's yeah. I had like I had no interest, and mm-hmm. then and then I just did, and I was like, oh, I want to do this. I like signed up for this class in college because I wanted to like work. I wanted to like make stuff with my hands, um, but it ended up being I wanted to like make pinch pots and like just like stupid like gunky things but end up being like a wheel throwing class and a mold making class and the wheel throwing was fun um but I didn't I didn't it didn't really like do do that much for me it was like it was very meditative like making like manipulating like a block a a thing of clay like on a wheel Mm. and it's really beautiful how it works but it didn't like really do it for me um, and then the mold making section uh, was kind of boring, and I wasn't really into it, and it was really technical. But now that I know a little bit more, I'd like to like do try it again because I have ideas that I I think would would work for mold making, which is like like casting something and like pouring like slip into like a mold, and you could like make a mold of that bottle and it would look just like it um, which is cool but at the time I just like really wanted to like use my hands more and I didn't get to so like after that I took that class my senior year of college and after that I was like thinking about it for like three years I was like I want to do I want to do clay I want to like build clay and like with my hands like make pinch pots and uh just like hand formed things. And so I finally did. It took me like three years after I graduated to like take a class at the Kansas City Clay Guild and like re familiar f- familiarize myself mm-hmm. uh with with clay. Uh and then since then I haven't I haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just like went on oh, a, yeah. on a tangent. Oh, what what is your your process right now kind of like when you do ceramics? Uh yeah, every Everything I do, it, I've I've made with my hands, so I don't use a wheel or like use any molds. Yeah. So everything's hand built. Yeah, you can kind of tell because there are like kind of a lot of weird shapes too. Yeah, and there's like stuff. my like thumbprints and everything, and they're like kind of lumpy, and nothing's like really perfect, which I really like. I think that's I think it's like very attractive. Like it's like inconsistency and like like all the the mistakes that happen and like things that are a little bit out of your control. Um, so, so yeah, it's like, it's, it, that makes it easy for me because I've, when I lived in Kansas city, I just worked out of my apartment at a desk, like that was just like in the corner. And then I had a community center, the Kansas city clay guild that I would drive my stuff to and get it fired. Um, and now in St. Louis, I'm working in the attic of the building that I live in. Uh, and it's a similar setup but I don't have electricity or plumbing or any lights or anything. So I just like sit by a window and I have a desk and I, I do that. I make the pinch pots and I have like a bucket of water that I carry up. 
and I just work by the light of the sun and it's really cool. Mm. <laughs> I really like it. And it's really hot, but it's nice. But actually, like where I was gonna head was just like a dumb, <laughs> dumb comment uh-huh, I had. I was, okay. I was just like, you, you thought ceramics was dumb, and you thought like the process of like researching and learning all this stuff was dumb. But like, then you just came to like it, and you're like, I, I'm like, uh-huh. I just think that's kind of growing up. Yeah. Like you think things are stupid, yeah. and then you're like, hey, these are actually cool. I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't think researching is dumb, and I never mm. did. Yeah. I'm just not good at it. Yeah. Like I don't like. There's, there's a like part of my brain like isn't made to do that or I think it's not um so I feel like I'm bad at it so Mm. I I feel like I don't want to do it or I don't think about doing it but but I don't think I know I don't know if I ever thought it was dumb Mm. but but yeah I don't know Mm. I just want to throw that out there (laughs) um but uh I don't like honestly don't know really a ton about like kind of the visual arts world and like how like art shows and exhibitions mm-hmm. and everything works but like <laughs> does um the like the fact that you don't really enjoy well like maybe might not enjoy, like okay maybe you do <laughs> but like r- doing a lot of like writing about uh-huh. your work and stuff like d- has that like prevented you from like en- put it getting your work in any uh-huh. different settings um because you do sell like you like you just end up selling a lot of your stuff on like your website yeah. or at like shows and stuff so. yeah i i do um i like writing is i've had like a terrible relationship with like trying to like i've i've i'm like really or i have been really bad at writing my whole life and really afraid of it and tell me if i'm not like if I'm just like walking around your question um, or not. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's like, I like, even in college I was like, so I had like such bad writer's block. I couldn't like even write papers. I would like have to like have my roommate, like basically write my papers and we'd have to talk about everything. And like, and like, I, I wasn't like cheating in college, but like I was, it was like really, I like needed serious help because I couldn't like formulate my ideas um, on the paper, I just couldn't do it there. Like, I just didn't think I was like smart enough or like, I don't know what was going on, but, but like the whole like academic part of like art and the art world has never really like jived with me. Cause like, I don't really like writing. I don't like, I don't ever want to go back to college or like get an MFA. Cause I don't want to like write bullshit papers. I don't care about. And like, I just like I I don't like it. Um, but that being said, I I'm more comfortable writing now. Like even like I've done like uh like several interviews. Um, I think I was telling you about earlier mm-hmm. that like e- through like email and like that that has like really loosened me up. Like like trying to talk like talk about myself and my work in in uh like. Like when I like write these interviews out, I just pretend that I'm talking, and that's helped me like art more better articulate my ideas, uh, and also like singing in a band and writing lyrics was so helpful in in like getting getting over that writer's block because like I I never thought I could like write a song or like write lyrics or like. Have, like have that, that, that like I didn't think I was capable like making like poetry or anything because like I don't like writing very much but like now it's like really easy and I like writing songs 
it's not easy, but it's, it's easier. It's less daunting. Um, and, and that's, that's really cool. But back to like, like what opportunities and like writing and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess I think like, I'm not, I don't think I really try to, I don't actively like try to be in like gallery shows unless someone asks me Mm -hmm. because I don't really want to put that, put, put in the effort towards like applying to like an open call, um, or anything because I just don't feel like it. Mm. And I think art shows are kind of boring to be honest Mm. and whack, but I'll still do them. That'll, that'll be my, my (laughs) clickbait headline for the, the show. But, um, no, yeah. So I, I guess in the end, like you are like, I guess the way that you, work with your art oftentimes kind of ends up being like the way that like like it's it's all pretty diy like kind of the same way that like punk shows end up being and i guess that's a uh, yeah there, but <laughs> oh, okay yeah or like doing like getting a website and like mm. putting stuff on and selling it yeah. right is that what you mean or oh like, yeah i, I mean, don't just know like, or like the fact that you're not really seeking out like higher approval and yeah yeah but that being said, if a higher approval wants me, if like an A plus art show wants me to be in it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They can ask me, and I I'll like be like, sure, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I don't really care. Yeah, to put out put like the energy towards it. Yeah, just what you said. Sorry. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> and um, kind of the same way. Like I don't know. Like I'm guessing like warm bodies never really just like have tried to like get on big like venue shows or like big tours or anything like has that been something the man's ever really Um, gone for yeah i think so Mm. like we tried to go to europe and we did like we like asked we like looked for someone to book our tour i mean like no one asked us to come i don't think um and like I mean, we've. I think we've asked to be on fest too, mm. and they were like, "Yeah." So we were like, "Cool, oh, yeah. all right." But also, like, it doesn't like matter if we don't do something. Mm. But uh, yeah. But um, oh yeah. Uh, having said that, like, you find it difficult at times, like talking about some of your visual mm-hmm. art and stuff. I was going to ask, like, <laughs> for like maybe some notes on like some of like your different like series and stuff and uh-huh. if you don't have much to come, come oh, up no, with that's yeah, all right no let's talk no, I'm, yeah. I'm, da- I'm but, fine um, with it I was, I was looking through your website and everything oh, yeah. <laughs> so i saw you had a couple different like series back mm-hmm. in 2013 mm-hmm. which were called planet olivia and lovesick sweetness yes and those are both like kind of well it's, it's mostly drawing it's like are both those kind of drawing like yeah uh, or i don't know um lovesick sweetness and plant olivia yeah those are those are either collages or drawings based off of collages Mm. uh but they're both um tied they're both like self-referential like series um and yeah because because when i was making these these collages uh it was really important for me to like to re recycle and repurpose my own work because um 
that was like the only way I liked doing collage, I guess. Because when before I started making collage work, I really, I really didn't like it because I had just like thought like equated it to like people cutting up like National Geographic and like gluing like a tiger's head to like a leaf or something. Mm -hmm. And like, I was always kind of like, man, that's kind of dumb. I don't like that. But then, but then when I started doing like making a, making collages, I, I, the first time I did one that I liked, sorry, Mm -hmm. um, it was with like photocopies of my own drawings and it, and, uh, it like felt it felt right to do that for me um so so from then on i was i was like i was like into like referencing myself and like my own work and like seeing how far i could take it like with like a photocopy machine cuz when you copy something over and over again it slowly abstracts the image because of like a dot pattern thing that does something um i don't know <laughs> uh and and so those, like the the series, love six sweetness, um, is I got confused for a second. Uh, is based off of four collages that are about this this big each on a piece of paper that are this big, and it's eight. It's eight portraits that I made when I first started collaging and then I blew them up and made drawings of them with pencil. Um, and then the second, the other one, what was this other one that you mentioned? Uh, Planet Olivia. Planet Olivia was a series I did. Um, that feels like so long ago. Um, I did that. I did that for La Cucaracha Press Mm. Which later became Oddities Prints, I believe, and that was um, that was a series of work I did for them because they had just gotten their very first risograph machine, and they wanted to print artist books, and I did it in conjunction with uh, Ashley Hammond, who's um, another good artist that uh, is from St. Louis and has lived in Kansas City briefly, nice. and now is back in St. Louis. Uh, and we we made that it was like it's the visual communicator the visual communicator and so i i knew about that so i made this series of landscapes of landscape collages for that but they're all like self referential using like um a lot of prints that i made cuz i was in college so i was like making lots of like like screen prints or like linoleum prints or like block prints and i really liked the way that the photocopier made um copies of like etchings or like a lithograph and how it like kind of like tweaked these like really like refined like printmaking processes um and and I thought it was really cool because like you're just like taking this really nice print and like slamming it into a photocopier and using like this like piece of paper that's like worthless and you just throw it away um and I liked I liked using that stuff and like looking at that more than like the prints um, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, uh, so, so yeah, like during that time I was doing a bunch of stuff like that. And like those, yeah, those are both collage series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're really good. I really like, I really like those. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those are cool. And, um, 
I, I guess it's like been a theme, like maybe not even a theme, but like an element of like a lot of your different kind of series and like kind of phases in your your visual art. But like, and it's kind of dumb for me to point this out, maybe, but like there are lots of faces in mm-hmm. your work. Like, not everyone really like gravitates to that kind of thing. But I was kind of wondering, like, what often like inspires you to work with a lot of faces. Um, um, uh, I, I don't know. I've always drawn faces. They've always like felt easy for me to draw. And I've always really thought that they like were very like telling like of, of like human, the human nature and like human spirit Mm. and whatever. Um, and I've, I don't know. I've been drawn to them like since, since like I've, I've been, drawing I guess probably since like high school when I like drew more seriously um and yeah it's kind of it's kind of been like it's been it's something that I really like and like love to do is like portraiture um and I always felt like I was good at it but it's also something that I've used as a crutch for a long time uh or at times I don't I don't think there's a problem with just drawing faces I think that you should do whatever you want um but but yeah, that but like yeah, that like fixation on faces has like like made me feel like I needed to branch out. Um so like I've like this past like two year <laughs> two years I've been like trying to draw like more full full figured people like head to toe. Um because I've always been like really intimidated by drawing bodies just cuz I I didn't think I was good at it and I didn't think they I like could do it technically well mm-hmm. like when I when I was in high school I would like I would like draw like portraits from like 17 magazine like photorealism and I was like really into that and I thought that to be a good artist you had to like be really like good at drawing um so like back then like I just like developed this thing where I thought that I couldn't draw bodies um because I like didn't understand how to like draw like an arm like I I just like it didn't click with me so then like that's like carried over like 10 years and now I'm like well that's that's dumb like I'm it doesn't matter I'm just gonna draw bodies and if they look like shit if like my art looks bad I don't care Mm. I'm just gonna like do it um and practice it and I'm it's okay if it never looks looks like like a real representation of an arm because I think it might be better if it doesn't Mm. it's 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 gotta be you know Mm. (laughs) and the last of the the series I kind of was looking at on the site was I feel mysterious which is like I think that was like around the time mm. I had met you and when you started Warm Bodies because I remember I got one of the like little like booklets of some of those like what really kind of like what what was really inspiring what, you and what, what were you working with like I think you made like a little zine out of some of like the work in there Oh yeah mm. maybe but I don't remember what mm. Like what I don't I don't think I made a zine in conjunction with that show, but I think I might use some stuff from okay. a zine from that show in the zine. Okay. Um 
Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Just, do you have any like notes on like what was inspiring you for for that body yeah. of work? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> um, I that was my like f- I like that was my first body of work that I made after I graduated college. Um, I'm trying to think. That was in like 2015, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and. And a, a, a lot of that work was made using Xerox transfers and um, linoleum stamps that I had made. And uh, so I, like, found out how to make um, Xerox transfers, which is, like, you take, like, a photocopy and lay it down on the paper, and then you rub acetone on top, and then you, like like go over it with a spoon really fast and it like transfers this image onto the paper like this photocopy but it's like embedded into the into the grain of the paper and I thought that was like really cool um and then I like started carving all these stamps of just like shapes and I thought they were really really cool and so I like combined them and then I like drew so I used like these transfers and these stamps to like on a piece of paper to like kind of form like this framework for bigger drawings to be made on top of it. So I was using these stamps and transfers as like anchors to make like these bigger drawings on, on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I kind of wasn't, they, oh, yeah, go oh, go on. No, go yeah. On. Like I was looking at those and like, I saw like the little figures that were made out of the stamps. I'm like, I couldn't tell. I'm like, are these like stencils that she had like mm-hmm. placed on there? But yeah. Yeah. They're just like linoleum stamps. Mm. Um, and I, I made a series and, uh, they're all, uh, I guess like mostly of like figures and they're kind of abstracted. Um, and it was really fun. I was really just trying to like explore like these two processes, like working together, um, and it was summer and it was really hot in my house. Um, and I don't know, I think maybe it was like a response to my environment or something, or it might just be making that up mm. for the interview. I think I just <laughs> liked making the drawings. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was really cool. I like, I like that series too. That was really fun. And you had mentioned that you did some of your print work, when like you you were at La Cucaracha, which kind of turned into oddities at some point, mm-hmm. I, but I think La Cucaracha is still a thing. But he might have just split from what Jordan yeah, was doing. they're yeah they're yeah. separate now. Um, but so did you did you know Jordan and everyone then? Like I'm kind of wondering when you met everyone from like oddities and yeah. warm bodies. Um, I met I met Jordan and Danny like before I moved to Kansas City. Actually, um, like. I went with a group of people to see Ice Age in Lawrence, Kansas Mm. in 2010, I think. It was, like, maybe the summer before I moved to Kansas City. And they, Dark Ages, which is Jordan's old band, played the show. Were you there? I wasn't at that show. I am a big uh, Dark Ages fan. Yeah, I know you are, yeah. (laughs) Um and so I like went up to see a show from Oklahoma city and I had like these zines I made. Um, and 
I like saw them at the show and they were like doing like at some merch table or something. And I just like, I think I like gave them a zine and like introduced myself. (laughs) Um, and, uh, maybe told them I was moving there. I don't know. You have to ask them. Um, but that's when I met them. And then, and then I, I went the weekend that I moved here, the week in 2010 that I moved to Kansas City, uh, I went to a show at the Studded Bird, and I, like, saw Jordan again, and I think we talked about, like, some printmaking thing he was doing, or, like, um, I don't know what it was called, because it wasn't, I don't think it was La Cucaracha, but it was something, like, Arts Incubator or something, and don't quote me, because I don't know, I don't remember what these, like, actual names are, um, but... But then I talked to him again, and then, and then, like after a year or two, he had like opened La Cucaracha, um, and I I wanted I was I like came in I was like I want to be your intern, blah blah blah, and then yeah that's how I that's how I met Jordan and got involved with like like had like started a relationship with like Oddities Prince I guess. Uh, and 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 it helped like being like both being into punk and like seeing them at shows um so like that helped us become friends like after the internship because we had this like other thing in common uh and yeah uh I met Ian like at a show I met Ian on the release the the day of the release of Visual Communicator Mm -hmm. by Adi's Prince or I mean I guess La Cucaracha I don't know is that like a Mills show it was a mill show, but mm-hmm. there was an after show that night at the dollhouse, or it was maybe called something else back then. Mm-hmm. And I met him there. That's when I met Ian was that night. I remember that. Um, and I met Gabe somewhere like at some show. I don't remember the exact day. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure Gabe will be pretty Gabe's upset. like Gabe's, <laughs> Gabe, Gabe's just been around for a long time. And, um, yeah, but like, Either, like, I'm just a dummy and I, like, had not, like, met you until Warm Bodies. Or, like, were you going to, like, a lot of DIY punk I shows? I mean, yeah, like, yeah. going to shows since mm-hmm. I moved since 2010. Um, like, like semi-consistently, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, a lot of people didn't really talk to me. Like, like when I, like, those, like, few years, I felt really alienated in, like, going now. to shows. No, it wasn't you. Um but yeah, so if you didn't know me or whatever, that's fine. I didn't you're, know you're you. lost. It's yeah, it is. No, yeah, you're and cool. <laughs> you're lost too. And um, no, yeah, and like the scene was, I feel like like it maybe at least a little bit clickier back yeah. in that time period too. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna like like as someone who's like kind of like <laughs> concretely part of the scene at this point. I'm right, not gonna be yeah. like our scene is super good now. But no, like, but it does. It does feel. It feels like a little bit more open and like I don't know. Like it's there's always like weird shit going on in punk scenes and like stupid drama and like yeah. whatever and like I don't know. But yeah, I like I used to go to shows a lot and just feel like like oh cool like I don't know who to talk to or like. Like, I just, like, say hi to someone. They just, like, talk, like, think I was, like, a like some, like, idiot. Mm. And, like, I think, like, people didn't like art school kids, too. Like, punks, like, never like art school kids. Oh, yeah, there are, there are plenty of songs about that, too. I know. <laughs> it's, which is funny because, like, it's all stupid and doesn't matter. And, like, like making, like, doing, like, punk stuff is, like, the, it's, like, 
it's just as stupid as going to art school and it's like all art and it's all like the same thing. It's just like making stuff and it doesn't matter. Mm. I just like always like, I just always thought like, like the punks, the punks are like just as dumb as like the kids that go to art school. I don't know. It's all like, it's all like stupid. (laughs) Um, but, but still when I go to shows now, I feel like, I don't know, like who, like, I just, I'll like just stand there sometimes and, and not, I don't know who to talk to or like what to do with myself. And that's like very real. It's always has been for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I like, I like, I like, I always like booking shows cause I always had something to do yeah. or like, I, I would be like, Oh cool. I can like run door. I don't have to talk to anyone. I can just like ask people for money and walk away. And then like, I don't have to like have this like anxiety. Cause yeah. like I have like a job that I'm doing, which is like helping, helping support these like cool touring bands, which is which is good. Mm. Um, so yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. And I think like either when I had interviewed Ian or Gabe before or somebody, I like somebody had told me that like they like starting warm bodies, like it was mostly just like they were putting this band together and they're like, Hey, Olivia would be a good singer. And like, maybe you hadn't even like, Mm. like like outwardly been like super interested in starting yeah. a band at that point i think i asked to be in the band oh, yeah? um because i didn't think i could do it and i wanted wanted to challenge myself because yeah i don't i'm not a musician i don't like ha- i i'm not i don't know how to play any any instrument um i was really afraid of writing uh really afraid to perform I found that really scary and like impossible uh and I was like well I don't know I don't know why I thought because like given all that stuff I probably shouldn't have been in the band but I just I just like volunteered myself one day and I think I remember because it was me, Jordan, and Danny. Me and Danny were drawing in her studio, and Jordan was talking about starring this band with Ian and Gabe. And I was like, can I sing in it? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then, like, it actually happened. It, like, became a thing, and then it happened, and now it just is what it is. Mm. Um, so, yeah. How, how far do you think you've progressed with, like, performance <laughs> anxiety? Um, now it's, like, way different. Like, when we first started, like, playing, I would get, I would throw up before every show, and I would get really bad diarrhea. <laughs> uh, like, every show, I, like, could, I like couldn't eat before we played because I, I knew I would just throw up because I was so scared. Um, and... Like and our first, our, the first time we ever played was a, a really crazy experience for me because it all happened so fast, and I was just like trying like so hard to like, like, do do my part and do it well, and I was just so scared. I it was like shaking, um, and and then and then it happened. I think it was probably like a ten minute set, mm. um, and then it was over, and I was like, wow, that was insane. It was like an out of body experience. Um, and it hasn't ever felt that way since, since that first time it's gotten easier ever since. And now like, it's a point where like, um, like I get bored a lot. Um, like if I feel like the energy in the room isn't like 
doesn't like work for me I feel like I need to do something to make it or like I feel I like get mad (laughs) and like I just I don't know I just I feel like I do it I like perform differently and I think it's I think I have more fun now Mm. I like like there are a few shows we played like last last summer where the downtown boys show maybe like yeah that show was so awful it wasn't a bad show i'm sorry no, <laughs> no yeah it was, it was a different like, energy than you it was guys just like awful yeah. i hated it i hated being there i hated performing and i was like this is fucking awful so i was like all right i don't care what i do i'm just gonna like do whatever i want because like because just I, I just hated that whole atmosphere and like um no diss on you but there are like like five photographers in the front row (laughs) and like i was like this is whack this is so dumb i i can't like be around them um and yeah that show that was like a breaking point for me like and like a few shows beforehand i think and and yeah so like since then i think we've been like i think or maybe i've been performing like a little bit more creatively if not just to like just to like stir things up for myself because like i don't i don't know what to do i don't want to like be in a band and just like stand there Mm. or like i don't know i don't know i don't know what to do i gotta do something uh i i didn't i guess i haven't like i haven't really talked in depth to anyone in the band about like how the actual shows in europe went but was (laughs) was that like a good energizer for you at all or like what was what kind of energy did you run into playing in Europe? Man, our shows in Europe were all over the place, mm. which is fine. Um, we, <laughs> I don't, Europe was crazy. Um, the whole tour was, a, a, it was very challenging for me because I, I got really sick. I was having like, I had like a swollen tonsil mm. most of the time and was like on the verge of losing my voice a lot. And then actually then like having like this like weird tonsil and then like get like getting sick and then like getting a little bit better and then like getting like a, like sick like colds yeah. like again that was like the whole the whole time sorry just like burped um and so like performing was difficult at times but like we had our shows were like we'd like play this like we played this show in Leipzig Germany um and it was probably our craziest show and it was like it was completely bonkers or like lots of young people there at the show and there's like not i i guess what i'd heard is that not a lot of young people like go to shows in germany but there are like lots of young kids there and they're like stage diving and everyone's going crazy and there are like 200 people there um and it was wild uh but like i was like sick i was like lose i had like my voice like somewhere else and i had to like sing like two octaves lower and i was just like having the worst time but it was like the craziest show um so like performing was like awful i hated it i was like i can't wait to be done with this but then at the same time i was like this is insane this is so cool and it was just like heartbreaking because i was like this fucking sucks i'm in europe and i'm like super sick and like not in a good headspace but this and it's like really like crazy and fun but then like i feel really bad and awful um and then so like we played a show like that and then like the next day we played like a show in like uh, some weird college town like 10 people came but then like we like had like but we but like warm buys just like played crazy and like did all these dumb dumb things and Mm. it was like really fun so like we'd have like 
all these different every every show was like a different experience it's i don't i could talk about it for a long time mm. um i don't know if you want me to <laughs> I'm, I'm down for it uh but yeah we're yeah, yeah i guess so what other shows do really come to mind when you think from of, europe yeah but. um i think the funnest show or one of the funnest one of the two funnest shows we played was in bilbao spain which is in a uh, basque country uh and that was that was like one of that was the one one of the funnest shows uh we played with uh, like some good bands, and like a lot of people went crazy during our set, and uh, it was it was just really fun. Like the a lot of people we met were really cool. Uh, so, Bill Bow, if you're listening, <laughs> I like you. Uh, and we played our second show, or our first show that we played in Milan was crazy because we played in like the basement of this like really old building but the basement was really small and it looked like a catac like like tombs or like catacombs or like kind of medieval and the room that we were playing in was like really really teeny and there were like ten thousand people there in this like really small basement and it was like like everyone there like went nuts uh and it was just like a really like crazy like way to like kick off our european tour um and that that was a fun show but it was weird too because i i just felt sick Mm. um and we played we played a show in uh i'll probably like mispronounce this uh illustra bistrica slovenia Mm. and that was our second day of tour and that was one of our our my favorite shows because it was in this like small village of like two like two less than two thousand people or something and it was just like this this like old gym like building like a a gym a gym owned building i don't know Mm. uh but anyways uh it was just like this like little weird bar in this like really small town in slovenia and it was just like uh like kind of a uh it like i like realized we were in europe i was like oh shit like (laughs) i'm in like slovenia in like the middle of nowhere and this is really cool and our set was like really silly and fun and like i think i think people like weren't expecting us to like be how we were and it was it was fun and i heard just like oh there's a punk show in town yeah this this might be cool and you're like warm bodies yeah (laughs) our hosts were really nice and awesome and it was just like a very welcoming experience but then we would like play play show and like no one everyone just stood there and like didn't care and it was like not fun like we played like this giant show in berlin and like no one moved around or like seemed like they didn't like it and i was like cool thanks but then like but then like all these people bought merch it's just like really weird like every every place is different every country has like like the people like are so different have their own like mannerisms um and yeah it was just it was really eye-opening experience Mm -hmm. i'm I'm glad i got to go Mm -hmm. i guess that's kind of like a a thing that happens on a lot of tours like you go to like the big cities like new york los Mm -hmm. angeles paris london maybe yeah like it's not the best show but then you go to some like weird small town and you have a great time yeah yeah it's yeah it's weird 
Our parish show was actually really fun. Um, But our car, our van, like, broke down in, like, the center of Paris, like, on the sidewalk where we had parked it. And, like, we had to pay, like, 300 euros to get some dude to, like, jump it because, like, no one at the show, like, owned a car or, like, could, like, jump our car for us. And it was, like, really silly. (laughs) Like, just, like, so expensive. Uh, But, yeah, there are lots of, like mishaps and like uh lessons learned and stuff but i it was it was cool i i'd go again in the summer when it was warm yeah um and then when i wasn't sick (laughs) did you get to do a lot of like sightseeing outside of the shows and stuff not really we had a few days off um we had a day off in antwerp and it was like downpouring the entire time and we did our laundry (laughs) it was like really cold but yeah we saw um like lots of the i really liked driving a lot or like like just i love i love going on tour because i love uh looking i love looking out the window Mm. uh no but i really do i i i really thought like some of my favorite parts were just like seeing seeing like the countrysides or like the mountains or like you know all the different places because we went like in like a giant circle around Europe so we saw a lot of different things and that was that was nice because mm. like even like the trees are there they just like look a little bit different like the grass has like a different like like curve to it or something uh, and it's it's cool just like i don't know it was just nice mm-hmm. noticing like these like subtleties yeah and another thing i was kind of curious about because like the i think the vision and like the the sound overall of the band like since the beginning has kind of been like this the same to an extent like i think like i don't know like the aesthetic and i don't know just the way things are formed like you've kind of I don't know, it's been similar throughout, but, like, Mm -hmm. how would you say, like, the band has kind of progressed since the first tape and where it is now on the LP? Because I know know you guys do play, like, faster than what you did, like, even, like, the old songs you play faster now. Yeah, we practiced uh, last night, and, like, we were playing, like, all the songs so fast, and Mm -hmm. I was, like, seeing and, like, realizing how fast we were going. I was like, holy shit this is awesome because mm. yeah I, I listened to like our demo recently and it was so slow and I was like I can't believe this like this is awful like like we I'm just like not used to this anymore it would like took me by surprise because we yeah we play everything so fast like it almost had like a more post-punk sound yeah because the songs were like two or three minutes and now they're like a <laughs> yeah I know um how have we progressed mm. I don't know it's it's hard to say. Um, Has your songwriting, do you think, changed that much, like lyrically? And I guess it has, but I don't really, I don't really know. It's hard to say because, because like we went from being like a band that uh, practiced really consistently and like played shows pretty consistently, and then like, and then like this past like, like. S- like it's eight months six months like i haven't been in kansas city that much and like like gabe has a new band and like ian does and like we're all like as individuals really busy and have a lot of projects so i think like this past like half year has been different for us just because 
we've just had like other things going on. Like I haven't, I have, I was like helping my family in Oklahoma. Um, and like, we, we like, like the new warm body songs, uh, were, were written, uh, like while I was gone, which, which in the past we've like, written all the songs together like I didn't really like write them but like I was I would be present at practice so yeah. like I was like there when they were being formulated so I think that that helped help me think of lyrics differently but like this time like they were just sent to me so I had to like list like like hear them in like a kind of removed context mm. which uh which is different but but was fine I like the new songs but so like now it just it's just kind of like a long distance band, um, which kind of sucks because I love going to practice all the time and like you know being there when we're writing stuff. But whatever, mm. that's just like the way it is because I don't want to live here, so I'm not. <laughs> but do you see the band continuing on? Yeah. Like pretty pretty long after. Yeah. This? Mm. yeah, yeah. I I hope I hope we like write new stuff soon. I think we will. Mm. I plan on us doing it. Even if it doesn't get done, I'm like foresee it in my in my mind, um, and like I want to like keep touring. I think we I think we are going on a, a short tour in September. Um, yeah, we and uh, maybe like play shows between here back or between St. Louis and Kansas City or here here or there mm-hmm. or whatever. And do you want to? Do you think you want to jump straight to like another LP or do you want to <laughs> pull back? I don't yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I don't. I. I don't know. It doesn't oh. matter to me. Really. No. Yeah. And I, I meant to. <laughs> like, ask I don't you, really have a preference. No. Yeah. And kind of with your your theme of like not really caring about like outside approval. I. I was curious. Like, have you have you read the Pitchfork review and? Yeah. yeah. What did you? What did you? What was your take on that? Well, which I think there were like. T- the the LP one. Oh, the one that was like all about us. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought. I thought it was weird. Mm. I I don't know. Uh, it made me feel really weird because he like talked about me a lot. If that one, yeah. And I was like, this isn't like really like how it is. Mm. Um, kind of like made some assumptions that. Were- yeah, that it was just like I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like I was like, this isn't really like how how it is for us, and like. I don't think you should focus on me. I think they're like all of us like are equal parts mm-hmm. of like of the band and that's why it's it's good and we like it. Um and it, I I just wish it hadn't been written. So cuz I was like yeah. ah, I'm not going to read that again or like show anyone that. Yeah. Um but uh one more thing I think I wanted to ask you about was um Miss Lady, which uh-huh. is your your solo thing right now, yes. And um, but yeah, how how long ago did you kind of start to put together like the first pieces of that? Um, Miss Lady. Well, okay. Um, the the Miss Lady solo stuff I put together like in uh, last October. Mm-hmm. Because I booked this show for my friend Brendan, Brent, uh, under Brendan Wells' plant music. Yeah. 
And for that show, I was like, all right, I'm going to do my solo thing, uh, which was a thing that didn't exist. And I didn't really know what I was going to do because I don't, like, know how to play any instruments. Um, And then, like, so I, like, booked this show. Like, I found out about it and then, like, got the date. And I was like, okay, I have until this time to, like, make my my project Mm. so that's when like the solo miss lady stuff started and like i just like i knew how to use a four track so i figured out how to make music Mm. and then that's that's what you're you're playing keys on that stuff or i is everything i did everything um but yeah it's like keyboard and like there's like a it it just depends because I don't I don't know I don't know how to use I have like some like keyboard like two keyboards I have and I use an online I use this website called online sequencer dot net so it's like this like se- sequencer website and you just like click a box and it makes a noise mm. so I made some songs on that and then like added like other tracks um uh like a bass. And, uh, I don't know. I think there's like cowbell in the song. I don't even know what I did. I was just doing whatever like sounded good. Mm. Um, but yeah, do you, I have a tape if you want it? Not with me, uh, but I don't know if you have it. I think I have one. Okay. Yeah. never mind. <laughs> I was going to, I meant to bring one for you cause I thought you might want it. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's just like my attempt at making music. Mm. No, but um, you had used the moniker Miss Lady when you did yes. that uh, kind of like sound collage tape with Ian and like yeah. that, that you guys both sang on. That was the first Miss Lady appearance, mm. and that was like, um, like 2016, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Um, and that was what did we do? We were like singing karaoke. Yeah karaoke songs we found on youtube like we sang a ramon song and like he wrote some songs and then like i guess like i had like some ideas and ian's like a really good engineer so like um it was like fun to collaborate with him and be like we should make a song that sounds like this or like i want to like use these references and like mash these up and like make a song like the b-side of that warm bodies tape we made uh, My Burning Love or Burning Orange. Mm-hmm. The B-side is like a sound collage that me and Ian made um, together. So like that was like the start of like that project. That was like the precursor. And then we like did that, did another one, um, which was Natural Man and Miss Lady. Mm-hmm. And like b- we both since like he uses the Natural Man moniker for his new band. Mm-hmm. And then I do solo stuff with Miss Lady. Mm. And, like, is the, like, I think there's a track called, like, the Jumbo Mix on Dumbo the album. Mix. Dumbo Mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that the same kind of process? Because, like, it's all kind of weird oh. electronic stuff. <laughs> Wait, on what? On what? On the LP. On the, oh, yeah, the Stinky. That Stinky. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, me and Ian made that together. Mm. And, like, I had all the, gotten all these toys from US Toy, like, a uh, Clapper and like a whistle and like something else and like that stuff's in it um in that song we just like sat up there and like recorded a bunch of stuff onto mm. a microphone um, <laughs> but yeah that would that's like a good example like of like a natural man and miss lady collaboration mm. um now from like 2018 or whatever 17 yeah 
And I've seen you perform as Miss Lady maybe like two or three times mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And I really just love the <laughs> fact that like like all of the weird pauses and like even just like some of the lyrics just kind of make people like kind of look at you funny or yeah. kind of like kind of like secondhand awkward is that like a goal of yours at any point or do you just is that like a side effect do you think i i don't know i don't know if it's a goal but it's not like like i don't i wouldn't i don't know how how i would play the music live Mm. so i just played off my iphone and i i just i don't know maybe want i want to like give a good performance even if it's like uncomfortable or weird so like so, like, if I'm just standing there, I don't know how engaging that is. So, like, um, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, the like the performance aspect is, like, making up for, like, lack of, like, a, a live band or, like, because the music isn't that good. Mm. <laughs> like, maybe have to, like, give them something else. I don't know. Okay, and, and seeing that happen before the uh, infamous Q set, oh, like, yeah. everything's not okay, it was definitely <laughs> exciting. Yeah, that was funny. Mm. That was, It was, like, really funny to me to, like, perform to all those people and, like, take up a lot of their time because that was, like, a really long set. I guess it, it. I mean, it, it was nice because the Q set was only three minutes. And I the Q set was really short. Driving out there with it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was funny. That mm. was really weird, but cool. Yeah. No, but uh, I also meant to ask earlier. Like, were were you involved in like the OKC punk scene at all before you moved? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I went to shows there when I was in high school and stuff. Um, uh. Yeah, I mean, that was so long ago, like, that, like, um, I was, I was just in high school. I think I went to my first show in 2006 or 7, mm. um, but I have lots of, like, awesome friends that, that have remained, like, in the punk scene throughout yeah. the years, so it's, it's, it's cool to have, like, like, being, like, being, like, into the punk community is, like, really cool, because, because you have all these friends in different cities, but, like, it's, like, Oklahoma City is, like, extra special because, like, some of my friends, like, I've known, like, since I was in high school, like, my friend Taylor McKenzie, like, pretty much, like, got me into punk. Like, he took me to my first punk show um, and in, in, like, 2006 or seven, and, like, that was my first DIY show, and it was really eye-opening and weird and crazy and, like, kind of scary. So, like, so, yeah. I don't know how, like, involved I was, but, like, I grew up going to shows and stuff in high school. So you knew, like, a lot of the Cherry Death folks and Ross yeah. and everyone? Yeah, I've known yeah. Ross since I was, like, 16, and, yeah, and Tim and a lot of a lot of those people. I went to high school with with the, the La Victoires, Becky and Nora, mm-hmm. um, who, who like, helped help run um, Everything Is Not Okay, and they, they're, like, very involved in the punk scene now, mm-hmm. and they're, they're both really cool. Um, and and Taylor, um, and and a bunch of other people. So there's there's like good there's everyone in Oklahoma City is awesome. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I had wanted to mention also that like I don't know I think like seeing Warm Bodies play at Everything's Not Okay this year in particular, and also at This Is Austin the year before. Like oh, I, yeah. like I really like. Like, maybe even more so than, like, a lot of other performances, I enjoyed those. M- mostly just because, like, I think 
like getting to see you guys like on like a mm-hmm. full size stage and with like 200 people yeah. watching like that like for me i'm like oh man they deserve this at every show oh, this is awesome people are no. going crazy <laughs> yeah no but yeah are, are the fest shows like really fun for you most of the time um, sometimes I didn't have fun at this is Austin during, yeah. during our set. I was like, damn, this sucks. Like every time we go to, like we, I, okay, we've been to Austin twice, but I, I just felt like nobody cared when we played, which is fine. They don't have to care, but I just like, I didn't like, fe- I didn't feel like, like, like I didn't feel like I was having fun or like anyone else was. Mm-hmm. I just saw all these like peop like people in a dark bar dark bar and I was like, ah I'm this stage is too big. Um mm-hmm. but everything is okay it was really fun this year. I had a good time. Um uh yeah, I like I like playing some fest. We I like playing dumb fest. We played that the last two years in a row and I think I don't I don't really like going to fests very much, but if I had to pick one, I'd go to that one because mm-hmm. Springfield, Missouri is awesome, and the people that um, do the fest are really cool and welcoming. Right. Is, is it Illinois, though, or is it? Yeah. Okay. Did I say cool. Illinois? You said Missouri. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But, uh, no, yeah, and, okay, sorry, one more thing. I was, like, I don't know. I think, like, since your personality, I think it – it travels through like all of your art in like different medium in like a really like specific way I think and I I've always kind of enjoyed seeing that and like I don't know I guess Thank it you. kind of yeah no yeah <laughs> and it, like I think it culminates really well in like the Miss Lady character and I've always been like since since I like saw you perform that the first time I'm like this would be like a great short film so maybe mm-hmm. this is just me like putting that thought <laughs> okay. out there like yeah. I, I don't know I feel like that's like a really like funny and like well-developed character for like thanks being, like just doing it at punk shows and stuff thanks yeah. yeah I I like it I like I'm I'm playing a show I think next week on mm. on June 6th I think that's next week um yeah it's fun it's challenging though because like I don't know what to do I feel like I need I like I don't know what to how I, I'm still like figuring it out so mm-hmm. it's like every every time I do it I think it's different which I think is cool cool yeah and yeah I think that's most of what I wanted to get to um so people can make sure to follow at shuttlecock mag on Facebook Twitter and Instagram there's the web store that's shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com there's t-shirts photo zines and buttons and uh, check the Facebook page for the shows we're hosting coming up. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Where can people find you and your music and everything online? Oh, um, uh, they can find it at uh, oliviagib.com, and they can search my name on Instagram mm-hmm. if they want to, like hang out or something oh, yeah and you've got the the web store on the yeah, website yeah and like a, i think a link to like look at your past work and stuff on your other blog i think yeah right. there's it's oliviagib.com i just like switched a bunch of stuff around oliviagib.com takes you to my web store and then there's a link to like my old art website mm-hmm. which or like my website that used to be oliviagib.com and then my instagram is black underscore candy with a k and I, I don't have Facebook or anything, so 
Instagram is like good if you want to like see like more of my work, I guess. Mm. Oh, and the Warm Bodies Bandcamp is like warmbodies100.bandcamp.com. I think so. And the LP is on the German labels Bandcamp. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce the name. I but don't know. If you search for it, it's out don't, there. Don't buy it from them. <laughs> Just buy it from us. No, yeah. And the release show <laughs> is on Sunday the 29th yeah. at Snake Tank. Yes. So people With- can hit us up if they need the link or like the address for that yeah and yeah i appreciate you being on the show thanks thanks for having me it's been fun oh yeah bye